Good evening. Good evening, I think. It's about the evening right now, and it's not particularly good. I'm not going to lie. This is a tough blow. This is, I think, uh, the the second emergency Lakers lowdown that I have recorded. The first one was uh, to respond to the Lakers trading for Russell Westbrook, and this time I'm hopping on here to talk about the Lakers losing Alex Caruso to free agency. He signed in Chicago for just under the full uh, exception that they had there. He signs for about 9.25 a year over the next four years. It's a blow, man. <laughs> it's a blow. So I'm going to go ahead and try to contextualize the deal, uh, give my thoughts on what it means moving forward, and then give uh, a few thoughts also to some of the other moves the Lakers have made already today and the moves that might be coming here in a bit. Let's start with what we know. Uh, Alex Caruso signed a four-year, $37 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. He actually is going to be linking up with Lonzo Ball out there. Really fun backcourt that Chicago has with Lonzo Levine and now Alex Caruso. I, I think that's maybe one of the better backcourts in the NBA uh, I it, when you take into account the, the bench options there too. I think here for the Lakers, where we have to start, honestly, is with the Russ trade. And... Look, they put all their baskets into getting three superstars together uh, and in the hopes that it would get other players around the league to potentially take less to come to the Lakers. And so far, we've seen some of that, I think. Uh, most of the guys that the Lakers have gotten so far at are at around kind of their, their market value. Trevor Ariza is pretty old now. Dwight Howard is is fairly old as well. Uh, you got Wayne Ellington, who shot 42% from three-point uh, last year, and he signs, I would imagine, also on the on the uh, league minimum as well. That's slightly below average, uh, below market value, I would think, for for a shooter of his caliber. Uh, so that's that's good. But to this point, not not too many people jumping off of the sheet of paper, or the screen right now, in terms of just out of the park type bargains that the Lakers have hit. This is obviously subject to change, so if you're listening to this, <laughs> maybe even two hours from now, that might be different, and and at that point, I would be recording a new lowdown uh, for you guys to listen to the most updated information there, but as we stand right now, it, it in, a, in a way, could be read, the situation could be read, that the Lakers sent Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and that number 22 pick for Russell Westbrook. And then in doing so, also potentially hamstrung their ability to bring somebody like Alex Caruso back while also retaining Taylor Horton Tucker. And that's where I really start to say, I really, I already wasn't fond of the move, obviously. And when you put it into that kind of context, it really, really stings. It, that's a gamble that the Lakers took. They might not even had to take it necessarily, uh, but it had better pay off. Another gamble that we hope is going to pay off here is that the Lakers value Taylor Horton Tucker right now, heading into his year 21 season. They value him right now above Alex Caruso, which fine if you're the the, the argument right there obviously is potential, and the uh, notion is that Taylor Horton Tucker over the course of the contract and and especially the next contract might bring back something a little bit more fruitful than a backup point guard like Alex Caruso. 
But we know that Alex Caruso helps the Lakers win. Like, we know this. In terms of net rating, Alex Caruso is literally one of LeBron's best teammates ever in terms of what what those two do together on a basketball court. Uh, he's not obviously as talented as some of the other teammates, but in terms of production, LeBron James and Alex Caruso are one of the better pairings that the league saw over the time that they played together. And the fact that the Lakers overlooked this, and by the way, LeBron is part of this. He's a part of every decision. So the fact that the Lakers and LeBron potentially overlooked this and still undervalued Caruso, it does it does not speak very well to their ability to gauge talent. Uh, either that or they were told, hey, we got to draw the line somewhere and Caruso is a little too wealthy for our blood and we got a piece out there. In which case, that doesn't speak very well about this ownership group where in heading into a championship season, the Lakers are cutting costs. So, I look, there's a lot that is still unfolding. We still don't know whether this might kind of grow into a, a sign-and-trades type of situation. We don't know if this is uh, going to be a, a just isolated, let-him-walk kind of a deal. But as it stands right now, losing Alex Caruso, heading into a season where the Lakers could win championship number 18, it really effing stings. It does. And anybody saying anything different either hasn't been paying attention to Alex Caruso play, uh, is one of those real hoopers that you see on Twitter. I just I just think the analysis there, if you are undervaluing Alex Caruso, you don't watch basketball in, in, in the same way that I do. When And I'm not saying that I am better at watching basketball than anybody, but I have watched a shit ton of this team, and they always look better when he was on the court, and the Lakers passed up on that and got nothing in return. That brings me to my final point here, and it's that with Caruso signing in Chicago, and as of right now, not being a part of any kind of a sign-and-trade, that means the Lakers not only lose Alex Caruso, but they don't have the opportunity to replace him. They don't, they don't just get nine-point-whatever-million-dollars in salary cap this year. That doesn't work like that. They are above the cap, and, and they only have either league minimums to, to offer or their um, mini-mid-level exception worth about 5.9 mil. And after that, that's it. And so losing Alex Caruso and not using that cap slot that they had where they could go above the cap to re-sign him or, or go into the luxury tax to re-sign him, that is another reason to hate this decision by the Lakers. Uh, honestly, as it stands right now, there is no reason to be thrilled with what the Lakers have done in free agency because they've brought in some names that we know. And by the way, all of the players that the Lakers have brought in has played for the Lakers before, so not exactly thinking out of the box there. And then on top of that, they lose arguably one of their better role players for nothing. Good luck, Rob Palenka. You got your work cut out for you. I do want to end the show on a little bit of positivity, and I do want to give a shout-out to Alex Caruso for working his ass off and putting himself in a position to get paid the way that he did. He just got life-changing money, and it's because he worked his way up from uh, an undrafted two-way player uh, in a different organization, by the way. He originally came from, from OKC. Uh, he went from that 
to uh, the G League. I believe at that time they were still the defenders. So he goes and he and he and he works his ass off with the defenders and makes his way through the Lakers organization, even despite being uh, held back by lesser players, I think, in some stretches for role. And, and still continues working and working and working, and he eventually gets himself to a position where at least one organization valued him properly. It's just a bummer that it wasn't the one that we all happened to root for. Way to go, Alex Caruso. Best of luck in Chicago.